Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So you've all heard somebody in a crit yell, move up, and it's super annoying. But the best thing, not the best thing, a really great thing that Natalie Stoll, former Cat One, boss chick, doing big races in upstate New York, told me before a big road race, and I was trying to think back to which race this was, I had recently got my Cat 1, so I was very new to cycling. I was two years in when that happened, so I'm like immediately jumping into the deep end, and she saw me at a big race and knew who I was, and I, you know, we all have an ego. I was like, oh man, Natalie even knows who I am. This is awesome. And she asked me, how you doing? I was like, I am pretty nervous. Like, I don't even know what I'm getting myself into. And she said, just remember, whatever you do, if you're not moving up, you're literally moving back. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I always hear people say, move up. She's like, if you aren't moving up into a more opportunistic position, everyone else is doing that. Before you know it, you will be in the middle of the pack and then you will be in the back. And that is setting yourself up for what? To get dropped, right? Like, Tail gunning is not a good spot to be. Um, you, you have no response to moves. You are at the rubber band. You're going to hear uh, a huge cyclist that we are so lucky to have on the podcast next week talk about rubber banding people. But I have an athlete who is extremely strong. And I keep trying to tell people, you know, like strength and the watts is half of this. Then there's bike racing. And he knows this, which is great. He's just not comfortable yet. You know, his watts are above where his bike handling is, and he hasn't ridden groups a lot. I mean, this dude is almost like a 360 FTP. It's like, let me just point you in the right direction and hit go. Unfortunately, we can't do that until there's a time trial. But we're going to be catching up, and one of the things is, you know, he said one of my goals for the next few races is about getting as far forward as possible as often as I like. Like you've told me a million times, I need to let go of a notion of overly planning the race, but basically not giving a crap and being present in the moment. I got stuck behind slower people at the beginning last weekend because I was scared, no doubt. I knew this was a problem instantly. I could almost tell who was going to get dropped at the first selection. So predicting other riders is becoming much easier. We're going to talk about that. There were other opportunities to move up at different points of the race, and I made a conscious decision not to go forward. So one thing that I need to tell him and help him understand is the confidence piece. You know, your confidence in stepping on the start line and understanding for yourself that you've done everything possible that you can do to put your best foot forward, but also that because of the work you've put in, you deserve to be there. You deserve to race. And I'm not preaching to you. This is something that I tell myself when I go to a big race. I mean, Grant Coons, we talked about this in the podcast, I think, of when I went to do JMSR uh, with him, Johnny, Tanner, Preston, Pablo, Brandon, like guys that have done big races, There is probably, you know, we don't as Cat 1s get to do a ton of pro races. And when we got into the pro race, I was like, oh man, like I could feel the nerves coming a little bit because it's it's just a different beast. And not only is everyone as good as you, most of them are better than you. And so you have your own feelings of like, okay, I don't belong in the front or I can't just go to the front or I'm not gonna go rub elbows with them when I need to. 
On the flip side, I mean, I totally see that if I was in upstate New York and go to a local race, like I can move around wherever I want for the most part because cat threes, twos, and other ones, like they, they just let me, they, they shouldn't always. And I respect the person that's like, you know, if they want that spot and they're in that spot, they're not going to move for me just because I want it. Like you need to stand up for yourself and you don't need to. And, and let me be very clear. You can just be like, nah, man, sorry. You don't have to yell. You don't have to scream. There's a team in Tennessee that is notorious for this. They're like, I'm not even going to go into the details, but like they just yell and shout and are, are like vitriol in the group. Don't don't be that. That's that just <laughs> you're missing the point of racing. You're not flex with your legs, flex with your results, not with your mouth. OK, but you need to show that you belong. You know, this guy can work with cat threes, no doubt. He's worried about not, you know, even getting in a break, he said, and not being able to contribute. He can work with cat twos. Now, here's what you want to work on. You need to be able to ride with stronger people. And when you get tired, how do you figure out how to play the game so that they let you kind of hang on? They feel like you're doing work, but you're doing as much work as possible to get you to the finish lines that you can still try to win the race. I would love if this this person has a friend that reads the blog. I would love if I could get Eric Marcotte on the podcast, and I will reach out to him. But I hate that I think Eric does not like me because in Gravel Worlds and then in the Emmett Smith Grand Fondo twice, this dude is a beast. And like he is pulling and I am hanging on. And then he yells at me to pull through. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing what I can do. Okay. And when we were at the Emmett Smith Grand Fondo, he yelled at me. He's like, I know how you race. You're not going to work. And I'm like, dude, I'm dying. I'm trying. And I, I pulled up to him after the race and I was like, listen, dude, I don't know like what level you think I'm at, but like, I'm trying to understand what should I be doing in this situation? And we had a good conversation about it of him just being like, you know, it was a very quick conversation, but he had said, Hey, my buddy sent me your blog about gravel worlds. You got to realize that when we were out there, the only reason people will yell at you is if they think you can do the work. So it was in a weird way, a compliment, but I didn't, you know, I put myself in his shoes. If there's a guy that's dangling, but like I just, he's not getting dropped just by the nature of the course. I'm definitely wondering, dude, what's this guy's deal? Like he's totally lying. And maybe that's what he thought about me. But regardless, that's something you got to work on. You need to work on your social skills of convincing the other person like, dude, I'm trying to help. Let me do, you don't need to attack me and drop me right now. Because if you are in that position and you are, one of five guys, like, yeah, you might be hanging on so you could drag to the line four fifth. Now, the thing you definitely do not want to do, and I'm not telling you this is tactics, I'm telling you because you don't want to be a loser, is to lie to people and tell them you can't help and then really compete. I personally don't agree with that. You could do that. But the reason you wouldn't want to do that is that every other race you go to, everyone in that group, and they will probably tell their friends, knows that you're the guy that won't work and then sprints him at the end. That's definitely nothing I try to do because I don't want to have that reputation. You know, your reputation in racing goes with you a long way. So 
you need to understand that game of when you're working with guys that are stronger. How do you contribute what you can contribute? Make them happy and stay till the end. And if you're there at the end, you're definitely sprinting to win. Like they need to get rid of you. But you, it, it's, a, it's just a fine line. Like do what you can do, but save something for the end. It's, you know, take some pulls. You don't have to pull through all the way. Like there's, there's clearly at that point, like you know who's stronger Um, and if they don't want you there, if I'm with someone who's not as strong as me and I'm like, they're not doing enough work, it's up to me to drop them. You know, if I bring them to the line, they out sprint me, they out sprint me. I'm not saying that's a loser move, but the guys that are continually like, I can't do anything. I can't do anything. I can't do anything. And they just only do that. It's like, and you try to get rid of them and they can always stick around. It's like, I don't know, man, it's not that this is just my opinion. Okay. What this guy said though, is. I need to get better at predicting other riders that are going to get dropped. Okay, correct. Or what about avoiding that? What about just being ahead of those people to start with? Being up towards the front, not on the front, but towards the front. That front row of people. And I think really towards the front, let's redefine that. When you're in a big group of people, let's say you're at a gravel race and there's that V that starts, right? And it's fanned out. Like towards the front could be, you know, top 20 guys if it's wide open. If you're in a road race in the the Adirondacks always comes to mind because the road's got a little bit narrower up there and you have the yellow line that they enforce, which is good. And you can only have maybe six guys across towards the front is second row, like max behind if you're in third row you're not making any moves like guys from the first and second row are constantly going off in the beginning and from the third row you're watching you can't get through two people um so you got to understand what is towards the front it changes in every race right so move up or you're literally moving back and if we need to discuss more in another podcast or email me why you want to be up front well because you always want to be in a position to launch you always want to be looking for moves you want to do what robin carpenter said be opportunistic so you know you're racing to get the best result you're not racing for 25th you know put yourself out there get some 40s so that you get that top 10 meaning roll the dice go with some moves make some things happen put yourself in a great position move up 